You are listening to an exclusive on PodHub Network. Your city, your podcast. To the delight of this crowd, McClendon marches down the dugout steps with first base. McCutcheon's throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 Live. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, Jim, Tyler, what up? What's up? What's happening? Not a lot. <laughs> Howdy, friends. Howdy, Tyler. I'm so mad we couldn't sweep today. I wanted to sweep so bad. I mean, come on, yeah. Jim. How many times do we have to go through this? It's not going to happen. Like, hey, I'll take three. three. <laughs> take two or three, three from the Reds. Yeah. Well, I'll take two out of three from the Reds any time, but like this is three straight series in a row. We had the chance to sweep, and it just it didn't happen. Well, I think you put it very eloquently when you gave a uh, who, what in the F isn't Overton? Hey, though, <laughs> three, three scoreless innings. He did his job. He did. He pitched fine, mm-hmm. I guess. I still don't know what in the F in Overton is, but. But he pitched fine. <laughs> I mean, I got to hand it to him. He, I mean, it was just three innings. But for those three innings, he looked impressive. He made it to Pitching Ninja. I mean, let's just go there. That's impressive. I was actually, when as soon as they put, that they said he was the starter, I was like, okay, first off, who in the hell is this guy? And then I realized. Yeah, you didn't say hell. I didn't. In my head, that's what. <laughs> but, um, On this show, he says hell. Yeah, I'm trying to be PG-13 for the show. Um but so, so I was like, oh, we claimed him off waivers, apparently. Um, the guy has only made seven career starts in the minor leagues. So I was like, so basically this is going to be a, bull, a bullpen game. And that's uh, pretty much what it turned into. But it almost worked. I was say, worked. albeit, though, he did pitch three. I was expecting like one inning. Mm-hmm. Goes to the second inning and that's done. He, he pitched three, so I'll give him that. Uh, he went a little longer than I expected for him to go. But, 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 I mean, it could just be me. It could just be that it was one game, whatever, no big deal. But he looked good. Like, I mean, it wasn't just he th- he threw three scoreless innings. I mean, he was throwing some nasty stuff. I didn't get a chance to watch it, so I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> Boo-hoo. Jim lives outside of Cincinnati. Go live in a normal city. Oh, man. I feel like I played in the game. I just caught a calf cramp in the middle of a podcast. Man, I'm a hard worker. <laughs> Tyler's going on the sixth day <laughs> IL. Hey, I've got four days off in a row here starting tomorrow. Do you? Oh, yeah. Taking a four-day week. The guy who doesn't take any weekend. time off. My last day off was October of last year. Well, work day. I would just take a whole month off. Just take the month. No, I can't be doing that. Any plans, by the way? 
Monday's my birthday, so we're going to be drinking. Well, obviously. Why else would you take time off? I might actually go golfing on my own tomorrow. (laughs) By yourself? With all of your friends? Yeah. Exactly. Nice. I've got plenty of friends in my head. All in low places. Honestly, golfing by yourself is pretty pretty fun. Love it. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Take as many shots as you want. Just take your time. Yeah. Screw up. I don't feel like chasing that ball. Whatever. Drop another. Yeah, you don't even have to follow rules. You can just make your own rules if you want. Yeah, but I'm still going to follow the rules because I like to know if... I know, but I like to know if I'm getting better. Are you? Are you getting better? I mean, on nine holes, I shoot in the high 40s. That's not bad. I mean, that's better than most people. On crappy courses, mostly, but... I would say golf is the one sport where, I mean, I've been playing it since I was 19. Um, And I play quite often, but like I haven't Mm -hmm. gotten any better from the first, first time I picked up a club (laughs) to now. Like I, I, it's the exact same. Well, maybe like my, my skill level is getting better. Like I'm Mm -hmm. better at like striking the ball. Like I'm, I'm actually better at hitting the ball, but my score doesn't really change. All, all of Jim's peripherals are off the charts. <laughs> He's got a great so, fit. <laughs> probably around 20 years old, I started really golfing like 17, like my senior year of high school. And then about 20 in college, I was getting, I was shooting like low 40s. I wasn't good, but now I, you know, when you get a real job, it's kind of hard to golf more than like maybe a, you're lucky if you get out a dozen times a summer. Yeah, I mean, I get out maybe six, seven. Now I'm back and like, I'll shoot and I'll make it up to like fifty-five every now and then. Nice. I, I mean, I'm just sitting back. I don't golf. I've golfed once in my life. It was, I mean, it wasn't even like me golfing. It was a scramble. Yeah, it was for golf's my- one of those sports, definitely. That if you don't do it by the time you're a certain age, you just won't pick it up. Because everyone's already oh, really? advanced and you don't want to look like an idiot. See, I've always felt like golf is like an older person sport. For the most part, I'm not saying like, you know, if you're young, you're an idiot for doing it. I'm just saying like, I feel like it's more older. I feel like it'd be something that you would get yourself into like at a later age. You're saying the opposite. Well, you can definitely get into it more at a later age because you can play it more. You can start. to Yeah, but to, to Tyler's point, like if you just picked up a golf club for the first time in your life at age 35... I don't know how much fun it would be for you. It's oh, gonna, gonna you're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna pick it up no, now gonna, just to prove you guys wrong. <laughs> no, I'm you're gonna, gonna sit there. You, Go you're ahead, gonna sit there and think yeah, about all the house projects you should be doing instead of shooting a seven <laughs> on nine. All the NFTs I could be buying instead of all the NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. No, but if you're trying to get into it, scramble is definitely the way to go. It was just. It was a golf outing in memorial of my. It was my uncle's memorial golf outing. It was the very first one. It was a scramble. And that's the only time you've golfed? That was it. I've like I've done I mean don't laugh. Like I've done like the driving ranges, you know. In my backyard there was like this church and my neighbor was on a golf team. So and I had like a, a set of golf clubs from my aunt. <laughs> now mind you, I was younger, so they fit, you know, they were actually appropriate. 
but uh um, so you're, you're you're rocking ladies club <laughs> yes. yeah but anyways uh yeah we used to go out like in the in the church and just chip you know and whatever but that was like the extent of my golf game you live in florida, i have one though. yeah if really I, if i lived in florida i'd be golfing at least twice a week see now Easily. i guess this is where tyler makes his point i didn't golf i came down here i didn't care to yeah. golf and there you go though you do make but a good once point. you start if you start though, you catch the bug. I mean, I could see all it takes is myself. All it, like I am that way. Yeah. Hence, all it takes is one shot. right now. Like once I get that's into really something, it. I have a very obsessive type of per- like personality and stuff. So yeah, if I were to get into it, it a, I would be. <laughs> it is an extremely expensive hobby because you just want to keep buying new clubs. <laughs> So, so so instead of like you know equipment like podcast equipment and mics and and cameras oh, and it'll stuff, be a, I would just do I need a new driver every year. Gotcha. Yeah, you need a new driver every year. Or down there, you got probably a lot of water on the courses, so you need new oh, balls God. quite often. Don't be buying no Provis. Well, welcome to NS9 Golf. <laughs> not to mention golfing in Florida cannot be cheap. Like um. I know in Northeast Ohio, it's not expensive. And I'm guessing in Kentucky, it's not too bad. Florida, I'm imagining. It's not a low price tag. Depends on where you're going. You the, thing with Florida, the thing with Florida is, there, is that there are a lot of courses. So, mm. you know, I mean, I know every time I go to Florida, I use the, that Golf Now app, right? And you can just like find a course that day that has openings. And it's pretty, it's usually not too bad. Jim, I go to a golf I go to a golf course that people wear jeans to, and it's fifteen bucks for eighteen holes. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know of any of those around here. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's one of those. Just, I'm gonna hit four balls off the tee. We're gonna see where this thing goes. All right, well, Ryder, Ryder Cups next week, you guys. I know the show's dubbed <laughs> the show about nothing, but <laughs> we gotta get off of this golf stuff. <laughs> We're gonna, we've lost everybody. <laughs> All right. Go USA, though, next weekend in the Ryder Cup. Sure. Is that Ryder with a Y or an I? I feel like it's a Y. Oh, my God. It's a Y. Yeah. Okay. It is. See, look at me. There you go. I used to watch John Daly. My grandfather loved golf. Every Sunday, golf was on. Oh, Jim, we got to get off this golf thing. Hey, I used to watch John Daly. <laughs> wait, wait. If I'm not... It's okay as long as I'm like showing off, right? <laughs> now we can stop. Okay. I'll get it back on track here because I'm great at keeping things on track. Sure. Yes. That is your specialty. The 1973 Pirates. Here nope, we go. Nope, nope. I think we saw one of the most exciting plays in baseball, and it's someone scoring from second on an infield hit. Yes. Am I? Does anybody disagree that that's probably the most exciting play in baseball? It's I can't, up there with. I can't think like, of another. Maybe a robbed home run. It's up there with like trip. Like I mean, I think triples are always fun. Inside the park, home runs are pretty. Yeah, cool. inside the park are so cool. Uh, but no, scoring from second on a ground out—that's yeah, that's fun. That's exciting. that's like the old man special hustle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like everyone. Everyone dreams of Josh Harrison doing that all the time. 
Well, and then after the game, he's like, he's in an interview. He's like, Roberto would be smiling right now because that's how he played the game. It was just like perfect moment for it. It was everything last night was was well. It was a good, decent game for the Pirates. I mean, <laughs> I know it's not like all down. First of all, let's talk. Okay, the Pirates win the series again. All right, let's be on a happy note. The Pirates take two out of three of Cincinnati. A week ago from today, we brought up how the Pirates have nine games against the Reds. There's one thing that we want to see that this, you know, that from the closeout this year, at least beat up on the Reds. Right. So far, so good. Two out of three. Last night, the way they won it, as Tyler's alluding to, was just ridiculous. It was dumb. It was stupid. It shouldn't have happened, and yet it did. Wilmer Defoe just took off from second, kept running, scored. Thank you, Joey Votto. I just absolutely love scoring second on an infield hit because you don't see it coming. Yeah. I mean, all three of us right now, when you're watching that game, you know, the camera's just on first base. You didn't know anything was going on behind the scenes. When you just caught a glimpse and found out that, like, Defoe was running and we're about to score, what was your thoughts? It kind of feels like a Javi Baez moment, which really pains to say because Javi would do it all the time. It's just Defoe being Defoe. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is, though. I'm not shocked that it was him at all. Oh, it's just, it's good to see good baseball. And you don't see much of that with Pittsburgh. Because this is a really boring and unwatchable team. Yeah. A lot of repetitive talk about them as well, as it's now a show about nothing. Because <laughs> honestly, it's, it, we could come on here again and talk about, well, Ryan Hayes is driving the ball up the middle again, and but he's getting on base. And, you know, yeah. Mitch Keller is looking decent, but there's still some flaws. And, you know, like we could just keep rehashing everything we keep talking about. I feel like for the past four months, um, it but was yes, nice to Depot. see Keller. It was nice to see Keller, though, like settle in because it looked like it was going to be another one of those. Oh, well, here we go again. Yeah. He gave up two runs in the first inning mm-hmm. yesterday. And then he, uh, then he settled in four, four zeros and ended up with a nice, a nice line, five innings, two runs. I'll, hey, we'll take that. We'll take that most, most, most games. I think I tweeted good to see Mitchell's back to be a Mitchell, but it was good to see him kind of settle in a little bit. Because we've seen him implode way too many times, and for once he didn't implode. So I think this—he's had a nice little stretch, like That's a little under the radar stretch. Not—he isn't dominating, but he's pitched, yeah, competitively. That's what I feel is the best way to put it. Him coming back from the IL, or not from really from IL. He's just down option. He was just down in AAA, but coming back from AAA, he—I uh, feel like there was one start that was pretty awful but overall it's not as if you're wild it's not as if you're like just impressed by him but you're it's completely different from the beginning of this year you know and i think last that last start spoke a lot because if you said tyler it looked like it mitch was back to mitch you know he had a good start before this start so here he goes the beginning of this game he's he's already looking bad it's gonna be a bad game but i think what was most important was he had that bad start and then it was gone. You know, as you mentioned, that's when he implodes. He's done. He's lost it. Game's over. But he came back out. He finished and, and went like the rest of the time strong. What, four more innings, right? I think he pitched five innings, 
90 pitches. Mm-hmm. He he looked for those next four innings like a very capable pitcher. So that's what impressed me the most was how he bounced back from that first inning and then still put in a very good, uh, solid start. Yeah, I think he's starting to look... I don't want to put the cart in front of the horse, but he's putting together competitive innings and starting to look a little bit more like he can at least compete at a major league level, which is just the most baby steps we can have. But he doesn't look like, oh my God, we're going to lose our mind if we have to watch him pitch again. But there's yeah. steps. And and that's what I'm for. Like this at we're, least is something to my, like in my we're mind. We're crawling right now. Yes, but this is something that you can build on for next year, I feel. I, I don't I think you're going into this offseason just – what is Mitch Keller? I think you still are asking who he is, but to, to Tyler's point and, and really both your points, since he's been back up, um, he has looked like a different pitcher. And I, I just actually was curious to see if there's anything really that's changed. Um, he, he still hasn't been great, right? Like his second half ERA is 5.09, right? Whereas he was 7.04 before being sent down. But if you look kind of, and you dig a little bit deeper into that, um, his walk rate has been cut in half. So he's now walking half as many batters as he was in the beginning of the season. Um, and that, I mean, that, that right there, that's a huge thing. We were the whole time we were talking about him the whole first half of the year was he needs to attack hitters. He needs to attack hitters. He needs to throw more strikes. What's he doing? Um, he seems like he's doing that now. Right. And it's led to a better FIP. His FIP is 3.56 since being called up. His, his X FIP is 4.26. So his, um, if you're just looking at like kind of what he's doing, he, he's been pitching a lot better since he's been called up. I don't want to say it again, but Stallings caught last or the game, but. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the difference between Stallings and Perez there. Yeah, I'd like I, to go I, and make these yeah. games. I know we talked yeah. about before, it really wasn't like much of a difference when Jim did bring those up, but it's like a three run difference, but it's still bad. Yeah. But it, I, I, I just, it, it's like I agree with Jim. You know, like nothing has been great. He had one really, really bad outing. You know, he gave up seven good runs against the Cardinals. Uh, after that, nothing's been. Great, yeah, but he it's had been a really good, good. start against uh, was it the Cubs? the Cubs and also St. Louis? He gave up two, he had yeah. two starts that were scoreless. Um, it, yeah, uh, overall, the body of work, like you said, Jim, that's what really has stood out to me is he's throwing strikes, that's the biggest thing that stands out to me, throwing strikes. The second thing I would say is the fact that, like Tyler's saying, like he looks like a competent pitcher. Like he just, he, you know, we joke about it, but he just looked awful. The body language, everything just looked awful at the beginning of the year. It just looked like he was afraid. It was like your first day at kindergarten. You didn't want to go out into the school. You don't want to leave your mom. You know, he was just, he just didn't look like he wanted to be out there. And he looks different right now. So to me, again, it, it's all baby steps. I know, like you said, we don't know what we're getting with Mitch Keller. You know, we still have questions, and that's for sure. But as of right now, to me, 
I can look and say he could potentially belong in that rotation next year. Like, there's no reason for me to not get him in the rotation. If he continued what he was doing the you know, beginning this year, remember, we were talking about, is he a bullpen guy? You know, or do you put him in the bullpen right now to try to fix him? Mm-hmm. That's where we're going into this offseason, you know, potentially thinking, like, is he even a starting pitcher? To me right now, I look, you know what? He's he's not great, but he's solid enough that he is a starting pitcher. Maybe he works on another pitch. Maybe he works on something else this offseason, but you get him into next year and you can pencil him into that rotation and hope he builds upon from this. You know who caught that game against that he gave up seven runs? Michael Perez. <laughs> so I just looked so, it up. Here's where we're at right now. After last night, 8.13 earned run average with Perez and six starts. 14 starts with Stallings, 5.22. So it's not like we were really great either way. Um, but yeah, about a three run difference. I mean, three you know, runs is a good amount. But it's not as if it's good with Stallings either. Does anybody have like a teammate catcher ERA with Stallings compared to Perez? Just something. I don't know where to find it. Yeah, just curious. Maybe just attack on the my. I don't know if Michael Perez is should be on this team ever again tangent that I kind of want to go on. Let's as Jim's looking at it, let's talk about that. I, I yeah. mean, obviously Stallings is going to be here next year, unless I feel like the Pirates have blown over the trade. Right. So Perez is gone. Right. I mean, there's no way Perez is on this team next year. He should not. Be. Like something else that noticed today, Sam Howard pitching and did anybody else catch uh why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Oscar Marine come out and kind of rip him a new asshole. I didn't. No. Again, I, I wasn't able to watch. So it seemed like Marine came out. It was two outs. He had, I can't remember who, down one, two. And Marine came out. And it was a very animated conversation. And of course, AT&T Sports didn't do a great job of covering it because they were busy focusing on Joey Votto in the dugout. But they kind of talked about it. And it's something I don't think we've really seen Marine do. And I didn't, unfortunately, because they were too busy focusing on Votto in between every single pitch. We didn't get to see if Howard was shaking off Perez or what was going on or really who he was yelling at. But there was no mouth covering and there's a lot of yelling. Well, Sam Howard has been awful since coming back. That is, yes. But I would. I really wanted to know. I went back about four times to try to watch it to see if he was maybe shaking off Perez or what it might have been. I didn't see him really execute pitches poorly, so I couldn't really catch it all, but it would have been great. It, maybe we'll have to get out, reach out to Mike and see if he got any more info on it. Yeah. Um, I think Jim's, Jim's doing a great job of researching info, for us. But before Jim does that, something I want to say, and this isn't by us. I mean, this I only knew of it because it was on the broadcast, but looking at it, uh, I mean, they brought up the attention that so Sam Howard threw six changeups today, and he threw four okay. on the season all year. So I don't know if there's some method to that madness or not, but uh, something of interest. <laughs> I mean, I really do wish that they would have possibly you know 
not kept cutting to the dugout every five seconds. But something was going on there. Just could not catch it, but it was two outs, nobody on. He walked the guy. Marine came storming out of the dugout. Throw the damn ball, boy. That's the thing, though. Howard was, I thought his pitches were working well. Jim, are you finding our stat or what? I've already got it. I was just waiting for you to finish. We got Jim back in the here. Jim, can you tell us his numbers? Michael Perez, pitcher, uh, catcher ERA of 5.54. Jacob Stallings is 4.87. So 4.87 to 5.54, which is pretty significant. I it just is, don't know how much really you put into catcher ERA, to be honest. It's not significant. I don't think enough to really put much into that. That's kind of how I feel. Which, especially with here's the four too. pitching. This is by far the worst of Perez's career. Now, he's been with Tampa Bay, but his previous catcher ERAs, 2.83, 3.61, 3. 3.79. But again. And the other part, the other part to look at that, is like any double headers he's catching the back half where they're throwing absolute garbage. So he's naturally just going to have a worse catcher ERA. But like even in Tampa Bay, it was excellent. I know. I'm just saying this year for the Pirates. But he's got Tampa Bay's bullpen and rotation. You know, like that's, and he that's had, again, and he, that's he had all the Pirates players. As <laughs> I think catcher ERA is has a lot more to do with the pitcher than the catcher. No, I I mean I I believe yes. you, but yeah. I think like to Tyler's points when you're you have the same staff. If there was a significant difference, like to me as well, that's not mm-hmm. as significant. But like if Jacob Stallings is about a four point two, and Perez is at a five point eight, to the same pitchers this year, then I'd be like, okay, there's there's something in there, but. Five point. We say not. five point two, four point eight. We're at five five four okay. versus four eight seven. Yeah, so yeah, it's that's about not point that seven significant. Difference. It's not. No, it's not. So that kind of ruins my whole thing. Right, Jim. Why'd you have to look up a stat? However, I mean, maybe just yeah. Mitch Keller Somebody isn't comfortable with Perez, regardless of whatever it is. That could always be the case. And, and honestly, if you think about the difference, that could just be Mitch Keller itself. <laughs> yeah. Truthfully, that probably is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we take Mitch Keller out, like their ERAs are exactly the same. When you put in Mitch Keller, stalling just drops, prices just increases. And for what it's worth, like from a defensive metric standpoint, um, Perez is a decent defensive catcher according to fan graphs. They also have Salvi as a bad defensive catcher. Well, that's Salvi's going to hit 45 bombs. And I was all aboard any extension talk. Let me be the first to say that. All aboard. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, with Perez, I think he's gone. You can find something else. That's all. All the time I feel. And there are enough there there are enough options for a backup catcher out there that there's just no reason to roll with him again. Yeah. You know, one guy, I mean, we're talking about backup catchers. I mean, like, you know, it's not that that important of a position. 
it's it's not like you're talking about your starting ace, right? But like, I just wish we would have seen more of like Luke Maley. <laughs> like, that's the one like that is kind of like never, never got his opportunity. I don't know. He's a good defensive I mean, catcher. Like no, no, like I, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about backup <laughs> catchers. I know that's what I'm saying. Like we're not talking about the ace, but. As far as backwards catchers go, I was kind of intrigued by Luke Maley. Let's just be honest oh. here. Most most okay. of the things that we could talk about for the Pirates, nobody gives a shit about. I mean, like no we're one. talking about Luke Maley. <laughs> Who cares? For the most part, no one really cares about Mitch Keller at this point in time. So correct. But you know what? I really do want to see more of. I think you got to sign Yoshi. I don't care. Sign the guy. I can't watch him walk and hit 45 bombs. And you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Too. Like, you know that he's going to sign with somebody and he's just going to have an unreal season next year. I can't do that. I would rather give him, I don't know what he's going to command, like two years, eight million, seven million. That's the truth. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't care. What is it? It's not going to be anything yeah. like significant. Sign him so that I don't have to watch him go play for the freaking like Padres and Cubs. Oh, it'll be the Cubs on it or the Cardinals and watch him hit 45 bombs because everything he has done here, nothing shows you since he's been here that he's like a regr- super regression candidate. Right. That's he makes contact. You know, he draws walks. He's his strikeouts just got yeah. cut. ISO there. Babbitt's not outrageous. Like there's nothing there other than the fact that he's awful defensively. And it's bad defensively. Yeah. But even the thing is, like, even today, like you look the outs that he makes is all like the warning track. Like I looked at his yeah. stats earlier. I think he has nine barrels with the pirates. He had none. All he does is just barrel the ball here. Doesn't strike out anymore. He walks all of a sudden. He's worth like one war since he's gotten here. So, so, yeah, he's at 0.9 war now. Yeah, for some reason, he was six. I don't know. I mean, this is just one account, but I kind of chirped into it a little bit last night at 2 a.m. Um, I don't know where, like, why we're even comparing the two, but let's bring it up right now. I will because I guess there's this whole thing about Josh Bell, Josh Bell, last 30 days, last 30 days, whatever. Yoshi is worth 0.9 war. Josh Bell is worth one war on the whole season. Like, this is where we're at. Colm Rand is mm-hmm. worth, what, 0.4 war, I think, at this time? Top of my head. Probably. Yoshi is yeah. at 0.9. Everything that you're saying is literally like what we're talking about here. There is no sign. Like, I cannot believe this player that I'm watching was let go by the Rays and the Dodgers. And like, looking at his stats with them, that that's the player he was with them. Because that's you're the absolutely he, he right. There's nothing that shows me he's not a good hitter. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And it, it started yeah, he, from day one. It's not even as if like mm-hmm. it just like caught fire now. The moment he stepped into Pittsburgh, he just started barreling the baseball. So what was going on for these past year and a half with the other clubs? I mean, I think we talked about in the chat that one of you guys brought up that he went back to his Jap- whatever stance he had in Japan. But 
Mm-hmm. Aside from that, all he's done is hit the damn baseball. But the like the odd thing about that is like the thing he's known for is he changes his stance every year. So like even in Japan, like that was the thing he was known for. He ch- every year he came in and changed his stance. So like even you talked about like which isn't really confirmed by me, but I'll say when you talk about like okay, so he's apparently going back to something he's more comfortable with in Japan. Which year did he do that at? Because that's that's apparently what he's known for. So it's like okay, so maybe that is the case, but still. It's just, it's so odd. Like, just looking at his MLB career, it's just so, so weird. Yeah, he was terrible. terrible. And then he got here, and we're we're getting to the point where it's a larger, small sample size. Mm-hmm. And he's still just hitting the ball hard. Like, you, I don't care. You have to sign the guy. Give him a two-year deal worth anything not crazy, but what's going to hurt? Point, we're now at the point where one-fourth of his major league plate appearances have been with the Pirates, a quarter. So this, What we've seen out of him has been one-fourth of his career. I'm not, well, I cannot go watch him play for another team and hit 40 bombs next year. I would rather watch him suck here. And it just it goes is going back. Be, Go ahead, Jim. It is going to, I'm, I am curious to kind of see, like you, like we were talking about, like, hey, what's what? What is he going to command on the free agent market? Like, do you do you just pay him like he's been playing like the last two months? Do you pay him like he did his previous year and a half? Because like his previous I mean, year and a half, two months, you, it's a little, it's one month, All right? It's but I mean, I think if you take if you take 2020 and 2021, then you're like, oh, well, this is a minor league contract with an invite to camp kind of guy. <laughs> but then, you know, but but then like you look at these last 27 games and it's like um, you know, this could be like a premier power hitter. In this league. <laughs> it's like Jose Abreu. <laughs> I really don't think it's anything more than like three, four million a year that he gets, though, on the open market. Yeah, he's, he's still he's, he's still a quarter right infielder now, that or six right now. Is that what he's at? I think he he, he signed a two year twelve million dollar deal. Yeah, it was six. It was. it was six a year. Yeah, yeah, but that was fresh plus out of Japan fee and all that. Yeah, that's fresh out of Japan though. Like this is different now. But but here's yeah. the thing, I, I this is I think what complicates it more. You're right, but still in Japan it was unknown. So you're taking a risk on them, and the risk was six million. Now it's more unknown. But but I, I know. <laughs> well, it's the whole anomaly thing. What if a team does really buy into this, and this is their known? No, of course he's not going to hit three hundred nine the whole year. He's not going to have a one eighty nine way to run create plus the whole year. But like, what if they're buying into this? You don't know that. And they're See, like, the- here's two years, twenty million. Here's the, I would say the difference there is that. The Rays played him a little bit at third base, and the defensive value was unknown more. Now we know he's going to play first base. He can't play anywhere else. He's terrible. If that, we're, in the field, we're hoping there's a DH. Yeah, but even DHs aren't getting that for one fourth of their career. <laughs> now, mind you, I, I don't think, think I, he's getting I mean, twenty. Yeah, <clears throat> I just I think his ideal. His ideal position is DH. Like you, you would like to keep him off the field. I think that's what Denardo's going for there. I'm with you, but 
we got Colin Moran. He's not great either. We've seen a lot of bad first base play. Do we? I mean, Colin Moran's not awful there. He's not. This is what I was gonna. This is what I was gonna do. But that's we, what we're. That's the thing, though. Not awful is good for the Pirates at first base. The thing about Yoshi and Moran, right? Moran right. is safe. He is not a bad player. He's not a great player. Yoshi could end up being a, a bad player somehow or another, right? What he was with the Rays and the Dodgers. But like what he presents is a lot of upside. And that's why like I'm I'm all for it too. Like, what's that risk going to be? Personally, with me, I feel like a two-year, almost like the same deal again. The two-year 12 million that he signed with the Rays is something that he might be able to get. That might be on the high end. I mean, again, like look at CJ Crone, look at Jesus Aguilar, you know. I mean, I think Yoshi's in that category. Those guys, one-year deals for five, six million dollars. That's it. So, like, tell me after what he's gone through, and it's only being 28 games. By the end of the year, it'll be like, you know, close to 40. Um, with this type of production, I don't think you can go like anything more than like a two-year, twelve million dollar deal for him, right? So if you're the pirates, I'm with you too. Like, do it. Do it. I would much rather see it happen here. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. That's true. I mean, you look at CJ Crone. He's, I mean, he's been in a, a well above average major league hitter his entire career, and he's having a good year this year too. And he was signed to a one-year, one million dollar deal this year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, mind you, his twenty twenty season was bad, yeah. but it was shortened and it was a very low base. Like his his on base was great. His average was like one ninety. Everything else it wasn't was actually that bad. He right. Was, that was his best season ever, really. Actually, 138 weighted runs created plus last year. So, like, I'm that's that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, first off, again, with the whole Josh Bell thing, you know, like first baseman can be signed for rather cheap on one year deals. Yep. Like, give me a Jose, like, give me a Jesus Aguilar like every year, CJ Crone. I'll be cool with that. As long as yeah, it's not right my best the, player. Yeah. <laughs> they're but, definitely ripe for the picking, but they're also. They'll fetch you something in a trade if you really want to. We'll get you a little more than, you know, a uh, Clay Holmes will get. Where we mm, end up I mean, with there's, the... there's teams out there who maybe need a power bat down the stretch. You, know, you got something there. Most most contending teams probably have a pretty competent first baseman. But Yeah, I guess. You could, but... never, you, you could always use somebody. Like, look at the Twins this year trading Nelson Cruz to the Rays, right? They, they actually got a pretty... Yeah, pretty decent haul for two months of Nelson Cruz. Yeah, now, Jim's if Yoshi talking about... goes to Yoshi, like if Yoshi goes to Nelson Cruz level, then we're talking like that. <laughs> great. Jim's over here talking about competitive teams having a good first baseman. He must not have watched that. Yeah, thirteen through fifteen Pirates. Screaming for Colin Moran on that Dang. team. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. No, but seriously. If you can get him re-signed to a competitive deal, there's the there's too much upside there to not do it. Like why why would you pass up on him? I there's agree. something that's clicked here. And if we really need the pirates to be more competitive next year, why wouldn't you bring back Yoshi? Unless there's a like a CJ crone out there that you can get for cheaper. 
I'm still just intrigued by Yoshi. I am too. Part of me feels like too, like I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know the guy, but like this is not found, John Nagowski. He found this groove in Pittsburgh, so maybe there's a part of him who exactly want to stay in Pittsburgh. Look, we've been <laughs> missing our Asian since Jung Ho. <laughs> We got Hoy Park too. That's, I mean, yeah. we've been hungry. Right now, we do. We might not next year. Yeah. <laughs> Par- Some decisions to make well. on him. Yeah. Well, we got uh, G1 Bay. There you go. Yeah. Close Let's enough. We get a Jung Hell. There's some issues there. So, I guess the one, the one caveat, of course, is the whole DH. I mean, if there's no DH. All right. Ran Yoshi, what do you do? Again, that's why I presented that question to like Jim the other week. And I, I at that point, if there was no DH, I'm probably looking to trade Ran or just non-tender him. And I would go with Yoshi just because of the upside that he presents. I would rather give Yoshi a two-year, $12 million deal than offer arbitration to call him Ran. I don't even think you need to give Yoshi a two-year deal. I mean, I don't think, I think a one-year, like, actually, I'm I'm kind of thinking about this, like a one-year, two or $3 million deal is probably outbidding everybody. I just keep, like, weirdly going back to the Rich Hill deal after he came up with the Red Sox through, like, 38 innings and got, like, $4 million. So that's just where my head is right now for some reason, but... Or like how I'm Charlie just thinking, Morton like, just gets this yeah. ridiculous deal from the Astros for no reason. Yeah, just for some reason, some GM is going to catch on to one month of just I great feel baseball play that way too. Maybe bump that up to like four, maybe five. And let's be honest, the Pirates can do four, maybe five. Like we just gave Gregory Polanco like twelve million to do absolutely nothing. And there's nobody else on this roster. So we definitely have the money. Yeah. They can light a little bit on fire. They've been doing it for years. I think we're all in agreement. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. However, I do think that Pirates Twitter needs to get off the first baseman depth thing with the minors leagues complaining about how we don't have much depth there because it's the dumbest argument of all time you don't just find one of these players that can hit and put them at first base there you go they can't play defense which is and now here's the funny thing about we've been saying forever because and this is my mind's going there right now and of course my mind went there last night when i'm talking about this we say how easy it is but yet again to bring back the the wild card years like that was the position that the pirates couldn't find was a first baseman um, but theoretically, yes, you just assume that you can just find a first baseman for five, six million dollars a year, plug him in there. So it's like if your Mason Martin doesn't work out, it's okay. That's what free agency is for to fill the holes, to fill the gaps. If the gap is at first base, it's probably the best where you place you wanted to be. Not at shortstop, not at center field, you know, not at catcher. If it's your first baseman, fine. Go get Jesus Aguilar for four, five, six million dollars. Call it a day and go out there and play. I mean, the other thing too is like nobody has 
nobody has a deep first base prospect. Like no one's deep at first base. First base prospects don't even really exist <laughs> for the most part. Right. Like they're 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 not really prospects. Colbert was a third baseman. Right. I mean, if you I just pulled up the top one hundred. Josh right? Bell was a outfielder. And in, in Fangraphs top one hundred, there are three first basemen. That's it. Three out of the top one hundred prospects in baseball. So it's not like you know teams are just like growing first base prospects. They they that they're not they're not actually real things. There's no such thing as first base prospects. Um, Mason Martin is the number like eight first base prospect in baseball. So like from a depth standpoint, Pirates are just fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll say I said it in our group chat, but I'll say it again. If you have a depth at first base, your farm system is in trouble. Yeah, you you don't want your best <laughs> prospects playing first base. <laughs> you just yeah. the one thing I will give Ben Sherrington is that he has, as we've said before, he's brought in a bunch of like middle infielders, center fielders, catchers. And that's a bunch of guys you can move to the corners mm-hmm. because those are yeah. the really the least valuable positions other than maybe third base because we're starting to see that grow a little more. Yeah. But corner outfielders, you can find them on cheap. First baseman, you can find them on cheap. Uh, Most of these guys that are playing those positions came up at another one. And that's what I was going to say here too. Like, yeah, so to go to the fact about there's no depth at first base, right? Your first baseman could be Henry. Your first baseman yeah. could be Andy Rodriguez. You know, you're like these yeah. are all other these are all po- prospects that people are talking and touting, right? Those could be your first baseman. The, the, the thing is, like most of your first baseman are just failed defensive prospects at another position. Again, like Comran was a third baseman. Now he's a first because he doesn't play third that well. And of course, it's Capron Hayes. You know? You can go through like how many of the last Pirates first baseman. None of them were first baseman. Right. So, yeah, I'm not worried about the, the depth and the minor leagues about first base. Figure it out. And worse That's comes it. to worse. Like we said, sign one. Yeah. Okay. So, sign Yoshi to a four year, $87 million deal. Good. Let's move forward. Perfect. <laughs> let's move forward Sound and good. he has nothing more to add i think fi- i just i'm just narrating it's for you guys to go now i've brought up the last like four topics all right <laughs> i don't really i don't, I don't so really know what else there is to talk about didn't get swept <laughs> um we already did that yeah i know I mean, let's just do you just want to talk about how the Reds are pathetic? The Reds are, yeah, that's right. I, I mean, this is pathetic. You want to talk about I love, a you know what? I would like to apologize for how the Reds are doing this year, and there's a drive deep to buy Castellanos. I love how the Reds are collapsing. Um, and honestly, I don't really care that the Cardinals are probably the team that are that are benefiting from it the most. Um, I just, yeah, it makes me happy to see the Reds collapse because they just had. I feel like they had weight on realistic expectations. 
you saw all those things where it's like, oh, well, the Reds are playing the Pirates nine times down the stretch. They've got this locked up. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I, I want to be the it. team. I want to be the team responsible for the Reds missing the playoffs. I would love that. Yeah, I'm with you. I hate the Reds so much. I mean, we've already seen it. So at the beginning of this series, the Reds, if the season ended that day, they were in a playoff spot. Now they're a game and a half back. Yeah. Also, as you have said before, Jim, the Padres in the playoffs would just be so much better. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we I think we all would rather see the Padres over the We'd Reds rather the Cardinals. Jeez, they're they're playing some. They don't have any pitching again. They went and got all those pitchers and they have no yeah. pitching. They all Man. got hurt. And and now they're facing the Dodgers and the Giants down the stretch. It's uh they, they've got a rough go of it. Um like their their last few weeks are tough. But it looks like they're gonna win today if they haven't already. Yeah, they did. I think they already did. So that means they, they won their series against the Giants. So that's at least positive. But yeah, they just gotta they gotta keep it up. Cause I think we all want like a Dodgers Padres wild card game, like that's must see TV. You want to see Mookie and Bellinger against yeah. Machado and Tatis. Like I want to see that game. Like I kind of do, but at the same time, it just kills me. Now, of course, right now in September, a little bit different. In April, a lot different this aspect. But it's like it just kills me to know that one of those two teams is only making one game in the playoffs. They're about to get pirated. And get knocked out. And you think like how the yeah. hell like look at San Diego's, you know, off season. How do they get a wild card and that's it? Or look at the look at the Dodgers and think like how the hell are they out of these playoffs? Just crazy. I mean, I would much rather see a series, but that of course, one game end all, those two. It's gonna be exciting for that game, but it's gonna be kind of depressing afterwards knowing that that other team, that's it. It's done. This whole year and it's yeah. over. Yeah, I think I mean we've been through that enough. Yeah. It's more of a how the hell are the Giants clinching anything? That's that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. How Charrington take notes? It makes no sense. <laughs> just all their old pitchers are just pitching out of their mind. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't get it. You, you you keep waiting for them to collapse, but it just doesn't happen. Um, yeah, I mean Anthony D. Sclafani, Kevin Gossman. Like, these the guys Reds. are just having unreal seasons. Cueto, you know, you basically have like the whole ex Reds <laughs> pitching staff on the Giants now. Yep. And yeah, they're dominating. I'm for it. And then not to mention Buster Posey and you know Brandon Crawford are like all of a sudden amazing again. Um Longoria's back. He's back now. So they've got Longoria back now. Chris Bryant was their starting center fielder today. Because <laughs> why not? Kind it's like Joe crazy. Madden's managed. Them. <laughs> yeah, and like going back to the Reds thing, I don't like. I don't. I don't know. I don't really have much hatred for any team out there. Even the Reds, like I don't oh, like the I team. hate the Reds. But what I'll say them. is, I've been from day one just, just still lost and confused about their rebuild and their build up the squad and you know giving credit where it's due and it's just like again like they just this was a half ass put together club and it's just showing and it just continues to show this team just has never been that team that they've been touted for how long to be and here we are they're potentially not making the playoffs again 
Dinner could say that it doesn't hate the Reds. I'm a Pirates fan. I need a team to hate. And my team is the Reds. Steelers fan, I despise everything about Cleveland. Penguins despise everything about the Flyers. I need a team to hate, especially when I'm a Pirates fan. So I want them to fail miserably. And I want to be able to go back every time I get drunk and watch the Cueto highlight. <laughs> I think the reason why like, I've always disliked the Reds, and I mean, it's been a while now, even before I moved down here, is like all those years that the Pirates were bad, right? Like they were always really bad. But the Reds were also pretty bad too. So it was like, oh, hey, here's this one team in our series who is pretty much like the same skill level as us. And so, you know, I felt like for the most part, season series against the Reds were always uh, pretty evenly matched. Um, And then, you know, the Reds got good right before the Pirates got good. And then, you know, the Reds kind of fell off a little bit. And yeah, I I just, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good rivalry. I feel like. Rodas Chapman lit that rivalry up. Yeah. Yes, he did. And it's fun. Like, I can't wait. I want both teams to be competitive so badly so that we can trash that city. I mean, I don't mind trashing and the city of Cincinnati by any means. Oh, they're stupid or any chili. city in Ohio, for that matter. Including... Oh, Cleveland can burn. <laughs> including the one you're in, Tyler. <laughs> I rooted for the Cubs. If you call over, it a city. I guess it's just a town, huh? No, nah, we're a village. A village. We are. We're a village. I rooted for the Cubs over Cleveland. That's how much I hate that stupid city. I was See, I was definitely I was definitely pulling for Cleveland over no 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 I, I did not want that town to have a single ounce of happiness. I would have loved for that the Cubs though to just continue to never have a championship ever. Nope. Like that was great. Well, that's how I feel about Cleveland. That's what I was I want them to. to never feel happiness. I, I, that, I, more of a troll effect of just wouldn't it be lovely for the Cubs to still not win a World Series? That would be fantastic. And then the other aspect of it was Joe Madden's trash. Francona is dominating this entire series against him. So go Indians. That's where I would don't have. care. Nope. If I had to watch LeBron flex in the stands one more time, I'm just going to throw something through my TV. Anyway. I rooted Mike so hard for Golden 2016 State. 16 Cavs. So that's another thing, too. I mean, Mr. I hate Cleveland, Mr. I hate Ohio. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And now LeBron James is a Laker. Stop. Yep. Stop watching. Hey, You're LeBron. crazy. You're crazy. No, I'm very I'm much like guy. you in real life. I'll put it that way. I am a Kobe and guy. <laughs> You're welcome. In like Kobe my shirt. everyday life. I need someone to hate. Like that's that's how I, I get motivation motivated by anger. That I always have. But I don't know. Like when it comes to sports and teams, I, I don't know. I guess I'm not that invested into it. Like I have to hate a team because it's not me playing. Yep. I guess. Nope. I, I do. Nope. See, I need Cleveland I, fans to not feel any happiness ever. I guess the closest would be the Patriots. A lot. <laughs> Like I, nope. you know, but I'm a Dolphins fan and the Patriots. But at the same time, my brother is a Patriots fan, so that's I guess why. 
But I think it's more of just a show than actual true hatred of really anything. No, it's true hatred. I want them to feel no happiness ever. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I believe you. <laughs> I know yours is true hatred. I'm just saying for me, like, I guess the closest would be the Patriots. And I think it's more of just, just for like, I'm supposed to more than like, I really actually hate them. Cause again, talking to, I forget, uh, I think it's on the, I think it's on the hub. Uh, I, I don't hate Tom Brady like at all. I actually really like and enjoy him. I don't hate Tom Brady. I used to. I hate him. Likeable. But like, he actually has become likable. But I still, <laughs> I hate that I like him now. Yes, that's I can. I, can I have said agree. that so many times now. Yes, I hate the fact that I like him. I want him to go away. <laughs> I want him to retire and go on the broadcasting or something so I can like. Him. See, I don't I like how I like now. Tony Romo. Yeah, eh, I don't really like him. I do, though. I think he's annoying. See, I think he's great. Well, he's not from Cleveland, so I don't hate him. Or Wisconsin, right? Is he from Illinois? Or he went yeah, to right. he went to Eastern Illinois. Illinois, I think. Yeah, some FCS school. Uh, I hate on the agenda. Cleveland Burn. I hate a lot of people. Most people I hate, actually. Like if you yeah. went through a list of sports teams, I hate more teams than I don't hate. <laughs> that's yeah, that's just all right. so crazy to me. I don't know. It's not that it's not that I'm out there like with the Rob Lowe hat on NFL, like go every team out there, you know, like, but I just, I don't know. I just, I don't hate teams. It's, it's not that I enjoy and I root for every team or such. And, but I just, it's just whatevs. I mean, honestly, probably... Even the Cubs, even the Cardinals, like I don't hate them, but I enjoy watching them lose. There are honestly probably only five teams in Major League Baseball that I don't hate. We know one's the Padres. <laughs> like, I don't hate the Padres. I don't hate the Blue Jays. Our listeners are questioning. They're wondering, is the Pirates I, one I'm of those okay five teams for Jim? Does Jim hate or the, love the Pirates? Yeah. We're not sure. I mean, I'm, it's the Pirates are a little bit of both. Jim, so far, I'm on board. And like I don't hate the Angels. I don't hate them. They're just irrelevant. Yeah. I don't hate the Rays. Hate them. I hate the Rays. But like that's all I can think of right now. No, I hate the Rays. I White Sox. I'm so tired of the Pirates should be like the Rays talk that I hate them. I can and I'm that. tired of them taking our players and turning them good. I hate them. Also, Joe Madden's from there. Again, I can respect that. I appreciate I like, the way they do business, yeah. but I feel like I would lose my mind if I was a fan of them. Because they'll just yeah, brainwash you into thinking would, everything they do is would be harsh. Correct. I absolutely get that. Also, if you're a race fan, you go to a game, there's 14 people there, and you're 90 and 60. Yeah. Because nobody cares about your stupid franchise because your stadium is falling in. Yeah, I like the Marlins. <laughs> yeah, no. it's weird. I just think they're irrelevant. Also, I don't think Jeter should have any more success in his life. Oh, God. He's had enough. 
said it's personal to you. No, I've always they've been like yeah. my adopted team living down here. Plus they're double A now, triple A teams in Jacksonville. And I don't know. I've just Let's see. Sadly, one of my favorite players also was Jose Fernandez. God. You know, I don't mind the White Sox. They don't bother me because they're like little brother that always sucks. But now I don't like them because of La Russa. That's the thing. I I like to watch the White Sox. I think they have a fun team, but I still hate them. (laughs) Maybe the Rangers. But then there was that time that the Rangers. Odor got punched. I hate, I hate the Rangers. I just know um, you about irrelevant. I mean, the Rangers. I hate the Diamondbacks. Yep, I hate them too. Why? Brewers, I hate them. Yeah, there's that whole thing where they threw a Kutch, didn't like yeah, it. Okay, they, they look, okay yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was Tony LaRusso too. Yep. Cardinals hate them. It's a common theme here. Cardinals, Diamondbacks, White Sox. Yeah. Red Sox hate them. Hate the Dodgers. Hate, yeah, I don't like Dodgers. Now, the Dodgers are like, um, a team I can respect. I can respect the Dodgers, but I still hate them. Yeah, I don't like hate them. the Red Sox. I mean, again, I don't really hate any team, but what I'll say No, is, I hate the Red Sox. Um, the Red Sox, the Red Sox no, Boston have a little... fans are miser- No, the Boston fans have won way too much. No, well, they have. that. You're ab- so fans and teams, to me, are just different. There's fans no, that not. I can't stand. No, no. Now, and it starts together. numero uno yep. with the Florida Gators. But anyways, like the Astros cheated. They're out. I don't uh, the, the Red Sox will always have a soft spot for me just for that incredible comeback against the Yankees when they beat the Yankees, right? I don't hate the Royals. I've always liked I've always liked Manny. I've always liked Ortiz. Johnny Damon. Like that team was that team was fun. Yeah, where well, you're stupid. I don't hate the Royals. <laughs> I'm stupid. That's no. I don't hate the Royals either. No. Um, we're not teams here, Jim. But I think that's four that we've named that I don't hate. All right. Well, let's move on. Any teams in the Carolinas? We're just like naming, <laughs> just naming things. Do you hate this or not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. I kind of like the idea. Um, I mean, there was at one point, I remember there was a night in college you know, when you're just sitting around with your buddies and you're drinking and you're just talking about stupid stuff. And, uh, Somebody went through. We went. We decided through to put it on a podcast tonight. We went through all the power conferences in college football, and uh, and and basketball for that matter. And we just went through all the teams, and we counted how many of them that we hate. And I got up to like 140. What the Don't, f, Jim? Hey, let's just we'll wrap it up with this. It'll be five minutes. Let's go, Jim. Ready? White Sox. Hate. Hey. I don't hate anything. So just Yeah, you're a loser. I, I get okay. Indians. I'll put care or don't care. I care. I like them. Indians. Hate. 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 Yeah. Tigers. Hate. Hate. Yeah. I just don't Royals. Care. Don't hate. Don't, don't I don't hate the Royals. Yeah. I don't no. either. Twins. I don't hate. Yeah, you know what? I don't hate the twins. I actually kind of like like Joe Mauer and those teams. Yeah. I'm going to go back about the Tigers. I like the Tigers. I actually always have two. And honestly, the Tigers, no. Screw them. They're our AL AL Central Division. Exactly. (laughs) No, they're they're cool. (laughs) No. Yeah, I don't actually care about Those mid-2000 Tigers, like those are sweet-ass teams. No, no, they're 
They suck. They're that series. I don't like them. Yeah, whatever. All right, Orioles. I don't. They're, um, they're irrelevant to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what? I don't like them just because they suck so much. All right, Red Sox. I hate. Hate them. Mm. Don't. Don't care. Yankees. Hate them. Hate. They're closest, but they've become more likable. If that makes any sense. What? How have the yeah. Yankees become more likable in any way? I just feel over the past few years they've become a little more likable. Their facial hair How? thing just needs to stop. Like, what has been one likable thing the Yankees have done? <laughs> I mean, Aaron Judge, John Carlos, other Stan. than sign Garrickle. Aaron Judge is just like you know Jeter in that he's like the most overrated baseball player, and in, in, he in is. Yeah, Rays. I saying, hate. I'm just saying they're. All right, so I I, I I didn't hate the Rays or the Blue Jays. No. Leonardo doesn't care. I like the Blue Jays. Blue Jays, I don't care either. I like I them. I don't hate them. Astros hate. Hate. Yeah. They, Angels, they we're in agreement. Yeah, Angels are fine. Athletics, that's a tough one. I hate You the know Jays. what? I, I hate them. <laughs> I do hate them because yeah. that stupid movie, and I think Billy Bean is overrated. I just find I think he's really, I think he's really good at his job. Um, I think he is overrated. He's like the ace now. Okay, yeah, I don't like the ace. Where it's like, yeah, the uh, I think they're I like the, like the ace only get interesting in like the second half of September into the playoffs. That's the it. A's are just that team that like always show up in the playoffs, but you, like you just don't really care and you don't want to see them because like they don't actually have anybody good on their team. They just happen <laughs> to win games. Like, well, they got Marte this year, baby. Yeah, which is why I hate Mariners. Wow. I hate because Ichiro is the most overrated player of all time. See? I hate the Mariners, Kangaroo and I've Junior, always baby. hated the Mariners. And you know why? I don't know if I've told this story before, but why I hate the Mariners and also why I hate Ken Griffey Jr. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> Hold up. No. This could have be been no a whole show. Slant. I'm taking Jim off right now. He's Yeah, been- yeah. Here we go. You're, you're actually muted. <laughs> I muted you. <laughs> well, I just unmuted you. <laughs> No, I've hated the I've hated the Mariners almost my whole life. <laughs> so tell the story. What what's the story here? It's all from the movie uh, Little Big League. Oh, get the, okay. Move on, Tyler. Next, Little game. Big Little Big League. No. Ken Griffey Jr. robs robs the home. Go ahead, Tyler. He's muted again. Well, getting back to uh, Jim's personal stories, we're going to go with the Rangers next. I'm going to go with a hate because Ron Washington did cocaine. I don't hate. I just find them different. Actually, him taking cocaine makes them more interesting than what they are currently. So, <laughs> yeah, it was more of an inside joke, but whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause, you know, Jim's tweets. But, anyways, we'll go past that. All right. Jim, Jim can't answer, now. though, because he's still muted. Because he's still we'll he's go- still triggered over a children's movie. We're gonna go ahead and skip over that whole NL Central because hey 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 hey, Braves, hate, hate. I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, how can you hate? What? Them? I don't want to. How them can one. you not hate the I Braves? Mean, I'm muting you. 
<laughs> you can't mute me. I'm the producer. <laughs> I got all control. Um, and then Jim's gonna find a way to mute me. I don't know Acuna. I mean, they're they're kind of a fun team too. Freeman. Acuna, they took. Like, I'm not holding grudges they, over 1993 either. Yeah, but then they also like take advantage of a bunch of young kids. And that's I mean, not a wrong. Yeah, that's yeah, that's let's rewind and say it differently. But they did break a lot of rules, and uh, that GM ah, to be ah, there we go was taken hey, care of. Marlins hate they got a stupid club in their outfield. Hey, don't, reason why I hate don't the Marlins ish. I on the I hate the Marlins just also because cheater. they just like they they put together super fun teams every once in a while, and then they just break them up. I don't like it. I hate them. <laughs> All right, fair. Ahead. Mets hate. 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 Phillies hate. Hate. Nationals hate. I hate the Nationals. Come on, man. Juan Soto. You just hate the Nationals because they have the best player. They have the guy. Who no, I like Juan Soto, but I hate the Nationals. Whatever. Yeah, I hate them too. Yeah. Because they got all babyish when Tabito leaned in. That's true. That actually was, is one reason why I hate them. <laughs> Diamondbacks hate through a yeah. cutch. Yeah. Rockies. I just don't like them for some I just reason because like they they on them. now the Rockies cheat. They play at a, like high altitude and bump up their numbers. They're just like dumb that. and terrible. And for all the t- like the, all the talk and trash that people like to give the Pirates, the they Rockies like to talk just, up their numbers. Like they hit so many bombs. Woo, you play garbage. in the moon. It's a garbage organization right now. Complete garbage. Garbage franchise. It's a terrible organization. I will say this though, I can't say that I hate the Rockies. I hate them. No, I feel they bad the numbers for the Rockies. Can't hate them. I don't like their stupid park. I love their park. That's the park I don't nice. I I don't enjoy watching players get like 500 foot singles. Course field, but I'm have you ever been there? No, I don't right. leave Ohio. It's it's one of my favorite parks I've been to. Okay. Well, screw you, Jim. Dodgers were hate. They were hate, yeah. Padres were okay with. I mean, yeah. I can't think of anything that's made me hate them lately. Huh. Giants, I hate. Yep. Big time. And that wraps up. Are hate or not? Cool. Yeah. You're welcome, Nardo. Thrilling. Great segment. Great segment. <laughs> What I do, I bring it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, North Shore Nine Live. Go watch Thursday Night Live. Football. Love or hate? Hate. All right. So we uh we out of here now. It's Thursday Night Football time. Oh, that's right. There is a game going on, huh? It's a really bad game, though. It's is uh, very bad game. Is Saquon doing anything? I think I benched him. I don't know if he's playing. Is he? I saw him questionable. He might be playing, but he might be like limited. He um, he's got four carries for forty six yards. Oh, okay. Of course he does. Saving himself a day. All right, Leonardo, we gotta we gotta work on this drive next year. <laughs> yes, we do. All right. Did you say you benched Bark? You didn't start him. I I did not. Who did you start over him? Like who Shut are your up, two running Jim. backs? 
you're playing over Saquon Barkley. I, I would like to hear this. Playing. No wonder you're so bad at the, fantasy the, football. So the guy <laughs> from Casey. Clyde Edwards Edwards Hilaire. And uh, I think Ronald Jones again. Jeez. There's, you bet Saquon for him Ronald being very Jones. limited in this game because his it's knee and game. It doesn't you matter. He until, looked like trash you know. last week. He's still like a top no five player. <laughs> like he's top five running back in the league. Shut up. Leonardo, we're gonna work on this. <laughs> <laughs> My God, he does four for forty six. Wow. wow. All right. We don't have a touchdown, so yet. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. We'll see you guys yeah. next week if if you haven't tuned out and stop listening permanently from now on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Peace out, Chris. See you guys.